Hi there, you're listening to the Crunchy Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Rosie, traditional Catholic wife and mother, bringing you messages of hope and encouragement during these crazy times that we're in. Here we'll talk about faith, motherhood, and natural living, but also all the areas in between. I want to help you not just survive motherhood, but thrive in it. In this day and age, we have so many resources at the tip of our fingers if only we put in the effort. I am a firm believer in personal development and always striving to put our best foot forward. Sometimes that means the more technical matters like baby wearing or sleep training, but it also refers to the most important matters such as prayer life and living out the truths of our Catholic faith. While all these resources are nice, I also know that it can be a bit overwhelming knowing where to even begin. That's why I'm here to help you find the balance between all the things that come with mom life while also living out your Catholic faith in a way that is pleasing to God and effective to the development of your soul and the souls of your children. After all, that's why we're here. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends, and Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, whenever you're listening to this. At the time that I am recording this right now, it is actually Christmas Eve, two o'clock in the afternoon. My toddler is taking a nap. My husband took my oldest to run a last minute errand. And I've got my youngest here making a little bit of background noise as usual. My last podcast episode, over a whole month ago now, I had mentioned in the episode, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, my baby is being so noisy. And I got so many people like messaging me, friends texting me, people saying like, don't worry about his background noise. So I appreciate that. And I think once I went back and re-listened to it, I think my cheapy little microphone here actually does a pretty impressive job at not picking up too much sound other than what I'm speaking right into it. So that's good. But I will still mention he is here. He is making his little baby noises. And if you hear him, well, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I used to think, oh, that's so unprofessional for a podcast. But given my audience, given my um, demographic of listeners, I think you're all pretty darn understanding. <laughs> so my goodness gracious, has my last month been a roller coaster all of life is a roller coaster, especially motherhood. But this last month has been like a very, very bumpy roller coaster. Uh, I definitely wanted to record many more podcasts this month than to just now finally be recording one at the very end of December. But life threw all kinds of curveballs at me. And it's actually quite fitting with what I'm going to record here, talking about picking a word of the year for 2023. And at the time that I recorded my last episode, so it was a couple days before Thanksgiving that I recorded it, all was, you know, normal and well. And then literally the day after Thanksgiving, and I'm not, I'm going to try not to make this whole podcast episode like, you know, a story of my life, but it is relevant to some extent. The day after Thanksgiving, we all came down with something, and from what I read on social media, it seems like everybody was fighting something. So it just suddenly became a very yucky time of year for everyone. And I'm not talking just your common cold. We definitely have had our share of that this year, but this was something different. This hit me, my husband, my two kids, and our baby. That was the hardest thing for me was that my baby, who, well, now he's four months. At the time, he was three months. 
he got super sick. And my other two kids were May babies. And when I knew we were due at the end of August, or actually we were due in the middle of September, but he came at the end of August, I one of my first thoughts with his due date was literally, oh, no, he's going to be a newborn in the winter season. Because I just always read about newborns getting so sick in the winter season. And sure enough, at three months old, right after Thanksgiving, Really, he was coming down with it before Thanksgiving. So I don't think it was because we were around, fam- you know, lots of people on Thanksgiving Day. I think we were already catching a little something. Anyways, he got very, very sick, like scary overnight coughing and having a hard time catching his breath. And then my other two were sick. And this was like every symptom under the sun. So it would go back and forth between like they would have a stomach ache and be puking. And then another day it was fevers and being super lethargic. And then my husband and I, it was hitting us as like really horrible headaches and body aches. Meanwhile, we're trying to take care of the kids. And obviously, we can't really ask others for help because we're trying not to get other people sick. My husband took a whole bunch of work off. And then even when he finally did go back, he had to take another day off because then I was so sick that I could barely take care of the kids. It was just on and on and on. And I don't need to go into greater detail than that. If you've ever been sick alongside your children, you know that it is so, 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 so hard. And one of the quotes, I posted about this in my Facebook group, one of the quotes by a saint that kept coming to me is by Saint Monica, who is a very wonderful, you know, essentially a patron of the Crunchy Catholic because she is the patron of Christian wives and mothers. A quote by her is, nothing is far from God. So basically, whatever kind of day you're having, whether it's filled with joy or sorrow, whether it's filled with prayer or, you know, secular activities, forgetting about God, whatever you're doing, no matter what is happening in your life, whether you're in church or out camping or in your home or at the workplace, you are just as close as God as you are in any other circumstance. He's always there. He is always, always, always there dwelling within you, beside you, around you, everywhere. He's everywhere at all times. Nothing is far from him. So I kept repeating that in the middle of the night when I was having just the hardest nights, sleeping, you know, literally on the floor of my two kiddos' rooms, sleeping, co-sleeping with my infant because I basically needed to be right next to everyone because people kept puking and crying and waking up and coughing. So I just, I needed to basically try to catch a few winks between, you know, catastrophes. <laughs> so I kept repeating that quote to myself. Nothing is far from God. Nothing is far from God. Even in this moment, he is right here. He is willing this. He is seeing that I am doing my best and he has given me the grace to handle it. I just kept repeating that to myself and it was so helpful. I felt so much grace in those weeks, just so much love and support from God and our Blessed Mother and the saints. And, you know, I prayed so many Hail Marys and so many rosaries in those long, long hours. And it really, it really went to show in the way of having so much grace to get through it. So that was very helpful to have. And then another thing I wanted to mention, this is how it kind of ties into my word of the year, is it really shifted my perspective on all the things that I thought I was worried about. You know, the cleanliness of the house, Are the kids getting enough projects in for the day? Are the kids getting enough outings? Are the kids getting enough outside time? All these things that I was kind of getting pretty caught up in prior to the sickness hitting our house, none of those things mattered anymore. It suddenly just shifted. Everything changed. None of it mattered. I looked around at the mess and I just was like, this is nothing. I am just, oh, there's my little guy. I am just so 
so beyond desperate for us to be healthy again. I am just praying and waiting and so looking forward to being healthy again. It was all I could think about was just a normal day where I didn't have a headache, I didn't have body aches, where I felt fine. Oh yeah. I just was looking forward to a day where everything was normal. I didn't want anything extra. I just wanted normal. And that perspective shift I know was so, so needed. It's been a long year. It's been an interesting couple of years, just given the circumstances of the world. And social media is so strongly like taking over our influence in our mind because as stay-at-home moms, we are very often doing, you know, the scrolling, the scrolling, the scrolling and seeing all these perfect homes and all these high standards that moms are setting or maybe they're not even setting it, but it just seems like that's their reality because the whole, you know, social media is a highlight reel. It's everyone's best pictures of the best days. And being so strongly influenced by that can lead us to losing our perspective of what really is important. So again, those were my first two weeks of Advent. And I was like, well, that was certainly a penitential couple of weeks. And it was just interesting. The very ending of those couple of weeks, it got even more crazy. I had a horribly, horribly painful case of mastitis. If you've ever had mastitis, I mean, it's a it's a breast infection. If you're nursing, you get a clogged a clogged duct, which turns into if it's not handled right away, full blown body infection. So basically, your body is seeing this as an infection, and it you know begins to fight it by raising your temperature, and you get the whole body aches feeling. It's positively awful. And I remembered thinking to myself that day when I had it, and of course my husband was back at work because he had taken so many days off for being sick. I was thinking to myself how it was literally worse than when I was sick. Like that's how awful it felt. Oh yeah, it was terrible. And I just couldn't believe it was happening. I was like, really? I was finally better. And then this happens. And I think it had to do with him being sick. He just was nursing a little less consistently than normal. And I'm kind of prone to mastitis. It hasn't happened yet with him. But then, of course, it was great timing that it had to happen then. So that was an interesting way to end the couple of weeks. And then the next day, like I had a dead battery to my van while I was out with the little one. So it was just, it was crazy. And then a couple weeks later, it was like more things. Like I I lost a van key while I was out shopping with my baby and when it was zero degrees and I couldn't find it and he was freezing waiting in the car and then another dead battery and then a flat tire. Just all these things. It was all these things. I know, Nolan. It was crazy. Okay. Sorry. Again, I hope he's not too noisy, but if it's too much for you, well, then this episode isn't for you. But I think, I think he's doing just fine. So all these things, and I kept thinking to myself about the perspective shift. I was like, I don't even, I don't even want anything extra or anything extraordinary. I just want normal. Like I just, I want good health. And so this new word that came to my mind, actually, before I say it, I'm going to give a quick overview of what it means to pick a word for the year. So some people might think, oh, word of the year, like that's for worldly people. Oh, excuse you. Some people might think that a word of the year isn't like a Catholic thing to do or something, but I think if you give it like a spiritual twist and you'll hear how I did that with mine, then you'll see, I know, then you'll see how it can be a very fitting thing to do. So influencers of social media will talk about doing a word of the year 
maybe like passion or integrity or something like that, where it's like, this is what I'm going to give my whole year, like a theme for my whole year. I'm going to base my decisions off of this word. Like it's just basically a one word, like little inspirational thought that you're going to theme your year with. So for me, essentially as a result of all these things happening and just some other things that I kind of led up to this thought. I have chosen the word prioritize. So essentially all those experiences, just reframing my perspective on what's important just made me realize, you know, none of the rest of this matters as much as good health and having our faith and having our prayer life and just making memories as a family. All of the other things that I have been so distracted with and so caught up with, like none of those things matter. I mean, they matter to some extent, but they don't measure up nearly as important as all these other things that should be priorities. And I think a good way to think of your word of the year, if you choose to do one, is kind of thinking of like an opposite. For me, procrastinating is literally what gets in the way of me prioritizing. I'm going to add real quick here that I hope I don't get redundant with anything. I just had like four minutes that I was recording, but I actually wasn't. So that was unfortunate. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to repeat myself. I tried to go back and listen and see where I cut off. Anyways, I guess if anything, it doesn't hurt to hear a good point made twice. (laughs) So with prioritizing, Here is how there's a little spiritual twist for me. And I shouldn't even say spiritual twist. It's more like a spiritual foundation. A quick little story of how this word really came to be for me. I wasn't even going to do a word of the year until this thing happened. So as I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier about like losing a key in the snow. Without going into great detail, it was like a horrible, horrible experience. My baby, who obviously is only four months old, he was the only one with me running a really quick errand and I have this stinking key that is like broken that starts my van and it keeps like detaching from the black part and I just need to tape it. Like I literally need to tape it or glue it, like do something so that that doesn't keep happening. But it fell off nonetheless and for 30 minutes I was like with a flashlight digging and crawling around in the snow. All these other people started helping me. I could not find the stinking key to start the van and it was awful. He's like crying in the cold. At least he was in the van so it's not like he was outside but the van was not on obviously and I just kept thinking if only I had prioritized taping this key or gluing this key or getting a spare made like something and really it started to make me realize all these other things like you know when we're sick it makes me realize oh I should have prioritized our health better like said no to the sugar that the kids binged on that day that they got sick or whatever prioritize 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 like everything that goes wrong that's in our control like maybe not getting dinner started on time and then it's just a domino effect of events for your evening and bedtime like everything is just going downhill because you didn't prioritize with your time or prioritize making sure you took the meat out of the freezer or prioritize getting your kid his nap on time and now the afternoon is a disaster all these different things suddenly had a different light on them for me and I was realizing you know this is going to be my word of the year or my word of really starting now my word my word for life reprioritizing the things that are important and this story now he's making little squealy sounds this story of losing my key in the snow when I got home I took a little selfie with my baby because I did not want to forget that feeling. I was just so grateful to be home in the warmth, 
feed him. Like, he was good. He was finally good. I was good. The kids were in a warm house despite it being zero degrees outside. I was just so grateful for the basics in that moment. And I just kept thinking of that word, prioritize. And I took a little selfie with him with, like, this kind of, you know, sad, happy face of, like, I'm just so glad we're home in a warm house. And... I wanted that picture to look back on and remember that feeling of just prioritizing and being grateful for for the basics. And then the next day I was looking at that picture and you might think this is silly or not believable, but I think I think God sends little messages sometimes. For me it's like via numbers and I think a lot of people might say the same thing. God is a, a fan of numbers, obviously. And sometimes I just have this like little fleeting thought, like it crosses my mind that a certain number is supposed to mean something. Like, I don't know why, but my mind is just drawn to that number. I shouldn't say I don't know why. I think it's a little a little hello from God. So I was looking at that selfie. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at that selfie I took with my little squealy guy here. And the time on it, the time that I took it, said, okay, now it's starting to hail outside. So you can probably hear that through the window. Okay, the time that I took it said 6.33. And that number jumped out at me, remembering, I was like, wait, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure. So I go and I grab my Bible and I open up to Matthew. Sure enough, Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. I just got chills repeating that, but I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, here I take this picture to be like my reminder of priorities. And then I look at the time and what does it lead to? None other than seek first the kingdom of God. Priorities, priorities, the ultimate priority. I couldn't believe it. And I just knew that that was like my total reassurance of having this word of the year. Okay, he's getting very noisy, but I think I hear my toddler awake too. Oh my goodness, you guys. I would love to record a podcast every day. I love doing it so much, but some seasons, like right now, it is just a little difficult to squeeze in. So I appreciate your understanding of all the little noisiness and then the having to cut it short since I hear my toddler now. And he can't come down and walk in here because I'm surrounded by unwrapped presents. Oh, mom life. Okay, so seek first the kingdom of God the ultimate priority and I was just so grateful for the reassurance the reassurance in that moment of having that word of the year and I encourage you to either take on this same word slash theme of the year prioritizing or you know to pray about your own but even if you do choose your own even if you do choose something different I just I want you to take this as like a little reminder to prioritize the basics prioritize the vocation of being a mother that you were given. So that means prioritizing yours and your kids' health and having some some bonding memories with them rather than prioritizing the cleanliness of the house. Okay, I feel like I'm fighting for a voice here. You're being so noisy. Okay, this time I'm positive you can hear him. Last episode I was like, oh, he's making a peep. But now he's like really talking. I know, you hear mama, so you're trying to talk back. Anyways, I'm sorry to be wrapping this up short, but prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. And I will hopefully come out with some more materials at the beginning of the year as far as how you can assist yourself in prioritizing Nolan. 
is okay. How you can assist yourself in prioritizing what's important, such as waking up and journaling and doing your prayers. I have my, you know, my morning prayer journal that I made specifically for Catholics. I'll link that below. I might throw a deal on that. I'm not sure. So at the time of recording this, I'm not sure what the deal will be. But by the time I release it, I'll put the deal in the show notes. How's that sound? That's me prioritizing right now. I'm prioritizing recording this episode, even though I'm not sure of all the details yet of the deal that I want to make available to you. But I will make something available so that you can have a morning routine established to prioritize your time to make your days go well because God tells us to seek him first. Isn't that right, Nolan? Yeah, isn't that right? Okay, I better go get my crying toddler awake from his nap, but I hope that was helpful enough despite... It being cut short and the little interruptions from Mr. here. But friends, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and I hope you are going to have a wonderful new year. And truly, when you have your crosses, like when my kids were sick and all these thousand other things thrown at us, I really just sincerely pray for the grace for you and for you to pray for the grace for your children and yourself and your spouse and Everyone you know who has crosses to deal with, which is everyone, I pray and I hope that you will pray for the grace to get through it. I don't remember what saint said this, but it says when the saints pray to God, they don't pray, you know, for their own selfish reasons of things going the way they want them to. They merely pray for the grace to handle what God gives them. So implement that in your own life just praying for the grace to handle whatever god gives you and you will have so much more peace instead of resisting and fighting for things to go your way you will then have the grace to just handle his way okay with that god bless you merry christmas happy new year all of the above and i will chat with you all soon bye Hey friend, I know your time is valuable, so I sincerely appreciate you tuning in today. If you feel so inclined, I always appreciate reviews on the podcast and I will always welcome shout outs on social media. My Instagram handle as well as private Facebook community are both linked in the show notes. Or what would be the most helpful is if you could just keep me and my mission here with the Crunchy Catholic in your prayers. I would appreciate that above all else. And of course, you my friends are always in my prayers. God bless you.